adjusted here. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Be Unspecified podcast. I am joined here today with my father, Cameron Free. Hi, how are you? Right, so, um, today we're going to be discussing about, well, I suppose you're going to have to watch the video to find that out. This is the first one where I'm going to not tell you what we're going to be talking about and truly lean into that um, unspecifiability. Is that a word? I, well, let's go with we're it. We're going to go with yeah, it. Yeah, I, like I, I don't think it is, but um, well, we, we, we just coined it to get a little trademark symbol around, right. around that. That's why now. Okay, so let's talk first about your radio career because you used to work in radio. Right. I did. Yeah. I did for a while. Uh, to get there, I suppose, um, we'd have to start way back. Like you said, would I be able to remember that? I, I think I could. <laughs> um, actually, I went to um, uh, school or college um, for uh, television. I wanted to be in um, broadcast and do broadcast news. You did? You went to school? to, to the, For how long did you, did you go to school? Well, that's terrible to say. I... I took a four-year program and extended it to six. So I was able to get that four-year program done in almost six years, five and a half. Took a while. But um, I went to uh, NDSU, Mm -hmm. and uh, I wanted to be... I wanted to be in ag broadcasting. So I wanted to do, um, like, the, uh, the noontime report of the weather and the crops mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on my way. I'm taking classes and stuff. And um, in one of my classes, in one of my radio classes, I excelled. And the instructor um, asked if I would like to come to the campus radio station and try out for a job. So encouraged me to do that, and really, they just encouraged me so I would work weekends at five thirty to like ten o'clock or something at on night. A, no, in, in the, the morning, morning. At like five thirty in the morning. Mm. Well, the station would start up at uh, six o'clock, and mm. you'd be on for a couple hours, and uh, to try to be awake and alert yeah. and 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 do the campus radio station. And it was, it's. Uh, it's a PBS, uh, hmm. so so it was it was on PBS. No, no, no not PBS. The station. Oh, so okay. it's a. Um, so we'd have pledge drives and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Still, because um, uh, that's how they made their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, no commercials whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the pledges. So I did that, and then from there I started managing. I became manager of the station and managed students, uh, college age students, and then. Um, uh, went on and worked in the Fargo Moorhead area at uh, uh, Light Rock 105, and started uh, midnight to six uh, in the morning. No, midnight at night. So you show up for your shift at 11:30, and yeah. you work all the way uh, uh, through the 6 a.m. hour. Yeah. And at 6 a.m., then morning show would appear. Yeah. It would start. So I did the weekends, and then. Started working into the morning, and I stuck around for the morning show and helped them out. And uh, just kind of a gopher. Go for this, go for that. Mm. And, uh, and they're like, you know, we need this guy. Uh, the two hosts uh, were like, we need this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's keep him on. Um, working part-time hours. 
Uh, so the, I'd work from midnight to like almost 10 in the morning. So almost a 12-hour shift. Uh, if you take from 11.30 to when you get home and then try to sleep and then go back and do it all over again and yeah. try to be alert in the morning. It, it was a bit of a challenge. That so You're uh, working more than a 9 to 5 is what you're saying. It was, it was kind of a lot of hours, yes. But then I, I was made to the morning show so i felt like i had um i had i had reached my goal i had made it to the morning show which at that time in the early 90s was the place to be Mm -hmm. uh uh you had made it i had done it before i was 25 so um and uh, my side job uh, my other job sorry um was uh I was working at Dakota News Network and American Ag Network. So on I, top of the other job that you had. Yes. So uh, I was So you never slept. Basically. Uh, no, I did I did sleep some, <laughs> but then I would get calls from AT&T or MCI to switch my telephone carrier. This was still when landlines were a thing and mm. uh, cell phones were not. Cell phone uh, I bumped it again. The cell phone was a brick. So it was still the if you've ever seen the well, they called it the brick, the seven hundred dollar Motorola one. Yeah, and then, then I think we finally upgraded to. Did I it still have the the antenna at this point? Yeah. The, then it was a, the then it it morphed into sort of a, a trapezoidal brick that unfolded, and then mm. there was you know you could type in the numbers or whatever, and that mm-hmm. that was how we would do some of our remotes mm-hmm. um, in the in the morning. And so I worked, I worked uh, on the morning show and then the American Ag. And I was lured by the, I don't know what you would say, by the lure of, of notoriety on Light Rock 105 mm. as opposed to the American Ag Dakota News Network. And I pursued that route and not the other the one that you had originally that i was going for yes and were you still at school while you were doing no i had i had finished okay i had i'd finished school and then i was doing that but i was not a full-time gig it was part-time part-time hours Mm -hmm. part-time pay no holidays oh no sick nothing you don't show no dough okay so, yeah, so, so yeah, I, I would show up to work sick, and I would work yeah. whenever, and I worked a lot to, to make money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, but you hustle, hustle after your dream or yeah. whatever, and uh, maybe the money comes a little later. Yeah. Well, I got out of that, because yeah. um, there was a change at the morning show after a, a host, one of the host moved on to television Mm -hmm. when he moved on to television the show changed and in under in two years of two years of me being at that station five different shows had five different shows of people yeah and it's hard hard to fit all the egos in the room Mm. so i mean um that gets to be a bit of a challenge where everybody's got to have their limelight or whatever you yeah. want to call it um 
Yeah, or a uh, little little slice of the pie. Right, right. So um, I I made a move. I I went to work at um, it was First Bank. Um, First Bank was doing a hiring blitz at uh, credit cards it, uh, to work in the dispute department, and then it became U.S. Bank. I think they changed their name, or they bought U.S. Bank, or U.S. Bank bought them, or something like that. Okay, and they. So when I worked for them at the start, it was first, first, uh, first bank or something like that, and then it became U.S. Bank, and it they we did credit card disputes. So people would get like a duplicate charge on their um, bill, mm-hmm. and they would call us and be irate that call the the facility and say, mm-hmm. "Listen, you double charge me." Well, mm-hmm. that's fixable, right? Mm-hmm. So there's four parties involved. There's the there's the merchant's bank, mm-hmm. the merchant. There's uh, the the customer, and then us. And we represent the customer. And when they finally, when we talk them through that, and we say, listen, we represent you. We're on your side. We are trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they calm down. Mm-hmm. So we would, uh, then you would charge it back to the merchant and and. Because they disputed the charge, it was unauthorized, or they didn't they didn't make it, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. when I worked that, uh, when I made that change, then I was working full time, and uh, I had vacation. I had like, and you were uh, working full time at the bank at at the bank. Mm-hmm. So, so it was like ten ten holidays because it's bank holidays. Mm-hmm. Ten bank holidays. And I think eleven holiday, uh, eleven vacation days of your choosing, and then seven uh, sick days. So when you added it up, it was like I don't know, twenty-one. I so that's some better benefits then. Yeah, it was almost a month of benefits. If you take a month, twenty-one days times eight hours a day, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, I'm like, whenever we're on holiday, you know, or, or Thanksgiving or whatever, and I'm eating turkey, I'm thinking, you know, I'm. Getting, I'm actually getting paid to eat turkey. To eat turkey, yes. So your turkey big, is being paid. For yeah, it. big for. picture. If you yeah. think about the big picture, you're like, oh, oh I'm getting paid to eat a turkey. This is this wonderful, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so that was my complete 180 from radio. Yeah, and what what made that. you go into to the bank? Why why did you choose after you? I mean, after you'd done what you wanted to do. I mean, you made it in a sense. You know, getting on to the. Uh, morning show what made you say okay you know obviously i i gotta get out of here i'm just gonna go to the bank it was it was a money issue uh so uh i wasn't making i was making part-time dollar Mm -hmm. um and uh working lots of hours and there were no vacations so anytime there was uh work weekends uh you couldn't couldn't take off on holidays or any of that so I got to be tiresome, um, and I made, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, if I keep fighting them for money, I felt like I was gonna. I thought that maybe I would lose my humor. I would lose the uh, what made it special, right? And so I just made that complete 180 change, and and I went for the dollar. Mm-hmm. I went for the money. Did you you didn't need any requirements at all to go into the bank? Did you have to go uh, back to school? Well, they had a they had a mass hiring blitz because it was a big facility. It is over by um, Shields, over in that area. Okay. Uh, and, and at the time, there was you know, 
there was hardly anything. We could look out the building and see jackrabbits. It was huh. undeveloped. Shields wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, it was Hayfield and um, Shields was... I, I can't even remember where Shields was. Oh, it was over um, on, on like 13th Avenue. There was, they had a Shields that was Ace Hardware. and oh, they that, had Shields. That, that little one level? Yeah, Shields. and then they had, they had... And I think that one might still be there. And then they were in the mall. And they moved oh. out of the West Acres Mall, and yeah. they moved into their giant That's Ferris right. wheel. Uh, yeah, the one that they have now. Right, and 45th Street, that um, grain elevator informational be- booth, we could see that from our apartment. Huh. Uh, there was nothing out there. And we're like, it's why just... would you put that on the interstate? No, yeah. there's nothing there. Uh, it's all filled in. Yeah. It's right. all... developed uh, now. Yeah, Forty Fifth Street or whatever that street is that goes past uh, Shields. Yeah. I think they said uh, they told Fargo that they were like, "Listen, we need a six-lane road here, otherwise we're not putting in the facility." And they do need a six-lane road, yeah. the three on each side, to handle the traffic down that road. Uh, and every time you go to Shields, um, I know people from here that go there. We go there. Yeah, uh, it's busy. Yeah. It's, it's it's a big it's a nice it's shield. a b- very nice shield. It's probably you know it's probably bigger than the one in Saint Cloud. Ah, uh, yeah, they're close, but maybe I think, yeah. I think yeah. it might be bigger. It might be bigger because of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, because of the because they had to fit the Ferris wheel. Yeah, you, you uh, yeah. I I don't have a um, yeah. I mean, I mean just accurate. by looking, yeah. yeah, more than likely, I would say, yeah, probably. Yeah, they were in the West Acres Mall. They were in the West Acres Mall. That's pretty weird. Uh, past like uh, like Stabo or this where Stabo used to be, okay. and um, like the bed place over there, maybe Victoria's Secret kind of thing. Oh. Uh, over that way, okay. uh, past the food court, uh, mm. going uh, if you come in the food court, they were probably to the left. And the food court, um, they altered that mall. That mall was built in then in the seventies or something, huh. out in the middle of somebody's field. Uh, that was also just a field as well? Just a field as well, and 13th Avenue was like, I don't know. It was the south of uh, south of Fargo, and hmm. now it's probably the middle or middle of Fargo. Not yeah. even the middle, because huh. South Fargo goes way, way down by Davies. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's, it's a big part. It's still, it's, it's still probably one of the uh, biggest malls, in, at least in our area. That we have because it probably rivals St. Cloud. Yeah, and then uh, you know you did one of your uh, shows with Dylan uh, when you went to Savers and you yeah. got that stuff. That yeah. was where Menards was. Menards was at where Savers was. Yeah, Menards and their lumber and all of that was there. It was inconvenient at best to get in there and yeah. get any building materials. Yeah. And Menards was back in there. Because that's, kind of, that's kind of a tight... There's not really much. No. You, like it if was, you got a big semi um, in there, they got to make like a 90-degree turn. I don't... And, I, don't I, I, I never did any projects uh, yeah. during that time because we're living in an apartment. Yeah. You don't not need needed. I don't need to do you any projects. Uh, but, yeah, it used to be Menards was over, over there by Savers mm-hmm. uh, where you guys found the suits and that kind of stuff. And uh, then uh, uh, they moved to 13th Avenue uh, in West Fargo. And West Fargo grew oh, exponentially or, or by leaps and bounds after the flood. And I worked in radio during the flood. During so the, I worked... Which, which flood was that? That was 
in 96, 96, 97, 97 would have been the flood. 96, we got, I don't know, like 100 inches of snow before in December. And, you know, everybody's gone. Go for the record. Go mm-hmm. for, and, oh, there were days. They still, did, they still did the weather when they did the windshield. They measured the wind like 30, 30 miles above uh, uh, 30 miles above the ground. Mm-hmm. And when they measured it 30 miles above the ground, it was the speed was it higher. It was higher because the wind's Right, higher. but well, you and I are, are not 30 miles tall. No, we don't experience. We don't experience that. Yeah. So I think they had 100 below. I think we had 100 below uh, windshields, which I, I don't think we'll get that ever again. Because um, they don't, that's not how they recorded it. Right, so... People would call our radio station. Other stations in the U.S., they would call us, and they're like, yeah, we had." they pulled the snowplowers. Uh, diesel gels up. Uh, the diesel in the trucks gels up at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. It, we're not plowing the roads. They just don't even they, plow. They can't. They can't. It is, doesn't it's, happen. It's yeah. a post-apocalyptic-looking yeah. world. Yeah, so they would have to call out, and I think they called out the National Guard, and they called out, uh, they got some airport um, blowers to blow out the underpasses. The underpasses would get so full of snow they couldn't ram it with a with a snowplow, right. and they'd have to come in there with a big a big truck to blow it back. Big and truck. it was it, it it was a nightmare. And then of course all of that snow has to melt. Where does it melt? And where does it go? It goes mm-hmm. into the Red River, which flows north. And when when it flows north, that's a problem because north doesn't thaw. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Grand Forks, Grand Forks got flooded out. So, for oh, sorry. First, it, it starts in like Ada or uh, south, south of you. So, mm-hmm. one town would flood, and then you're like, oh, well, maybe we won't. Yeah. Nope, water's coming. coming, and then then it would come and it would come, and you know, it just compounded. And uh, Grand Forks uh, got um, hammered. So, where the Cabela's is now, and the Greenway, and all of that, mm-hmm. or uh, Lincoln Park, where um, Dallas ran uh, when right. he was in junior high or whatever, yeah. uh, that was um, was a whole town. That yeah. was a whole uh, neighborhood. It's been turned into a park, and it, the flag that sits there was a school, and it just... It just got washed away. It just got washed away. Yeah, I mean, there was it a was town gone. there, and then there And then, then there wasn't. There was and then there wasn't. And in Winnipeg... Winnipeg was further north because it's Canada. They have a sort of a Winnipeg diversion. So um, West Fargo had a similar diversion that they had put in in the 80s when there was drought. And uh, when West Fargo didn't flood mm-hmm. in that 96, 97, then everybody's like, um, let's go there. Huh. Uh, we're going to be fine. We we're not going to get flooded. And so West Fargo, like, exploded. Oh. Uh, so Eagle Run and all the way down to Harwood and even Kindred, um, it, it West Fargo goes and goes and goes. Mm-hmm. Speak. Mm-hmm. Does doesn't it doesn't it get flooded though? West Fargo. Yeah. West Fargo used to flood, but when they put a um, some sort of ditch or diversion, they they had signs up that said your dollars paid for mm. your taxes or paid for this ditch mm-hmm. and it, the ditch was dry it yeah. it diverted the Cheyenne so Cheyenne flows into the Red River 
and uh, there's like three, uh, three, three rivers that converge. Mm-hmm. It's the Red, the Cheyenne, and the I I can't Russia. think of it, but I'm sure one Red of the Cheyenne listeners one will will one of the, someone who knows geography. Will yeah, like, some yeah. will be like, listen, it's, it's that other it's one. That, it's, that uh, it's that other one. Well, um, and when they converge, they converge at the wrong time. So the Cheyenne flows south, but it empties into the red, which flows north, and the hydraulics or water mechanics or whatever you want to call it. So they would dump sand on the ice. National Guard would come out, and it looked like a war zone during the flood. That, mm-hmm. was, that kind, of, kind of was tough when we run the uh, flood news or we were mm-hmm. running all of that. And uh, actually, I guess if you really want to talk about it... Um, one of my claims to fame is the um, uh, uh, s- uh, snow snow announcements. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So here's okay. Let me give you a little backstory okay. on the on the snow announcements. All right. So back in the '80s, or when I went to school and into the '90s, uh, schools would contract uh, with a certain particular radio station. And they would send out a letter to all the parents and said, if we have any snow days or we have two-hour late start or anything like that, we're going to make the announcement on such and such a radio station. And it was an honor to be that station to uh, make that announcement. Mm -hmm. So usually it was AM station. The Mighty 790 was the go-to person, go-to station where all the announcements were made. Mm -hmm. So the crew that I was working with was, listen, your job at 5.30 is to listen, uh, basically poach or steal or cheat, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. listen to all of the announcements and then write them down, and then we're going to say them on our station. So... So, in other words, we were adding value to the listeners because the listeners are like, I don't want to listen to AM talk radio. I want to listen to the music that I want, the morning show that I want. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear my school announcement on the station that I like, Mm -hmm. not the station that the school tells me I want to listen to my stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. So... Um, in the process of poaching all of that listening, so I w- it would be recorded, and I would listen, and mm-hmm. I would write down all of those. I made a list, and I put all of my schools alphabetically. So I ate a borough, you know, all of those schools. And when I put them alphabetically, and I would check off, I would write next to them. I just had a list of all the schools. Mm-hmm. I wrote two hours, or and and it'd be like. Go back to bed. You don't got school today. They're canceled. They're canceled. 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 Two hours. Yeah. 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 New York Mills. Ogamo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're gone, right? So we did it alphabetically. And when they, when they saw that, when they saw my sheets, they're like, we're going to read our announcements alphabetically. So that is my claim to fame. So when you see it scrolling across the screen, so you're saying you're the one that yes, because it. not well, I didn't invent it. I just needed it so that I could follow along and make sure that everybody was covered, right? Mm-hmm. And when I when we introduced that, that the morning show is like that's brilliant. That's the way we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they said 
we did it alphabetically. So you would just listen for mm. okay. Uh, you would see where you are, and you'd be like, okay, I okay, I, we, yeah, we don't we don't have school. Uh, yeah. Here comes here comes Alexandria. Alexandria is going to be right away, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Alexandria wasn't in our listing yeah, area, but, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. So that, and then the TV station started to do it, and other. Others started to so do it. So what started out as you taking something from someone else then became other stations taking something that you Yeah, had. exactly. Just and they're like, reaction. why haven't we done it like this? It and it, I just stumbled onto it. So you can stumble on greatness. Yeah. Okay. So th- Ed, that's my little claim that's to fame claim. that I stumbled onto greatness. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So alphabetically, uh, school announcements, that's what happened. And then, of course, when the flood came, we thought that um, we were going to get hammered in the ratings oh, yeah. uh, because we're like, everybody's going to listen to all the stuff that's bad that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this area is flooding and this. And there was a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Areas were flooding and uh, people were sandbagging and helping out and everything you could. Well, I get done with the day. And just be mentally exhausted. Not mm-hmm. physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. Because it's a bunch of... Yeah, it's just uh, just never-ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, draining on just uh, yeah, doom and gloom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they stuff... Good things happen after the flood, you know? Uh, maybe they prepare better for the next time around. And there were more floods to happen and stuff like that. Uh, and there were some sad, sad stories of... Uh, stuff that it didn't go right or yeah. whatever. They laid sandbags and then those sandbags froze because it got cold. Well, they're out there beating them with uh, softball bats to try and uh, break up the sandbags. To break up the sandbags mm-hmm. to lay them again because uh, you turned it into a hard rock, mm-hmm. you know. And that kind of stuff is just heartbreaking. And then mm-hmm. people lose their homes. Yeah. That's your home and, you know, the whole thing, yeah. the whole shebang like that. Well, um, that was that was a lot to kind of go through, and I that was another reason why I left because it was just after a while of all that. Yeah, and then that negativity, you know? and I'm like, I, it's hard to be uh, positive mm-hmm. on when stuff bad is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it 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 went okay, and the book came out in, in the ratings. And KFGO was probably still number one, but they didn't get the numbers like they wanted. Mm-hmm. And we got enough numbers that were like, you know what? What we were doing worked. It worked because people are not going to listen to that all the time. They're not going to listen to doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. They're going to listen to what they want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So um, we, were, we were right in our assessment, but it took a while and then when I when I interviewed for that job, when I said I took, did the complete 180 in the mm-hmm. bank, and I went in for my interview, I said, I'd like to control my own destiny. And they said, how so? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, 600 people, 600 people get a book delivered to their, in their mailbox that they fill out and said, I listed this station at this time. Uh, 600 people decide my fate as to whether or not I keep my job, mm-hmm. right? And when I said that in my interview, they just ate that up like mm. it was a snack. They're like, 
yeah. I said, so if I show up and I do the work like you're asking me to do, mm-hmm. I'm going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So show up, do the work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so when I went in that interview, that's that's the way I played it. So they did. Well, nice. And then, uh, let's see, after the bank, I went to RDO. I worked at John Deere. RDO. I worked as a parts person, uh, wore green. I had to buy green yeah. jeans and, and a oh, shirt jeans. worth my name on it. Oh. Well, it was that's and John Deere, the emblem. That's the officials. Oh, yeah. pretty official. Yeah. And then I worked with the uh, mechanics in the back, and I would pick the work orders. Uh, they would send the work orders up front, and I'd pick all the parts uh, and put those out, uh, bring those out to whether they're fixing the combine or fixing the tractor or whatever. And they need, they need parts, so they bill it to the work order. I bring it. They put it. They put it in. Mm-hmm. I put it on. So, um, yeah, I, and, or then also get parts for people coming in. I broke something, mm. so I've been on both sides. I've been on the side where we broke stuff at at home. Mm-hmm. Had to go get parts, mm-hmm. and you can't until you fix it. You can't go. Can't you can't go. But yeah. people would show up at my door. We lived a mile away from. Oh. Uh, and that got to be a little old. Yeah. So uh, I was like, eh. And then what did I do? I don't know what I did after that. After RDO. Oh, and then I worked at uh, Phoenix International, which became John Deere. She became John Deere. Phoenix International was an uh, uh, electronics company, and they did uh, stuff for John Deere. They were owned in, like, three different parts, John Deere... Valmont, I think it was the uh, irrigation systems and mm-hmm. some other. Uh, Westphalia. Westphalia makes kind of milking stuff and uh, chicken mm. uh, stuff for chickens. I think they made the Chick Master, which was Chick, chick uh, master. Uh, like when we were shipping stuff out, it was the, which was everybody, hey, what product do you work on? We work on the Chick Master. Uh, mm. of, of course, yep. engineers maybe want to work on that particular product um, <laughs> because it's got a great name or yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> I work on the Chick, uh, chick Master. Uh, uh, yeah. But, um, and, and then um, John Deere was able to get that, uh, buy it out and have an electronics uh, division. So that is in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's where I worked. And then. Um. Then I was at home with you guys for a while until until you worked at until at the school, at- and then I started working at the school, sure. and I got I got hired at the school because they needed uh, a male uh, yeah. to uh, walk around with um, eight uh, eight eighth graders that were um, had some needs. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of a reverse. I like to think of it as a re- First discrimination they hired me because i was a guy mm-hmm. so it worked it worked in my favor um, um after being out of the job market for a long long time then i started back in uh being a para nice so you were in first grade, first grade. so I, huh? so if you're 11th grader that's been 10 years um nice. and then when we moved here to alexandria alexandria minnesota works under a contract mm-hmm. uh, i started in november uh, right before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, they contacted me. I cleared my background check or whatever. 
The principal called me and says, do you want to work the week before Christmas? Well, no, I don't want to really work the week before Christmas, but yes, I will. And I did. And uh, um, so then they would, after a month of working there, they would ask me back, and they're like, would you come back next month? Sure. So um, the next month rolled around, and I worked all the way through the beginning of June. Mm -hmm. And then they said, you'll have to come and re-interview for a position. And they had a mass uh, hiring, mm-hmm. and I re-interviewed for the position because I was um, part-time or whatever. And uh, then they said, we'd like to offer you a job uh, in the District 206, and uh, will you come back? And I was working on an elementary. Uh, I was working over at Voyager. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd like you to come back to Voyager. And I said, well, I'd like to try the high school. And so then I... There's the high school. There, there you go. Now I'm at the high school. Oh, yeah. I work in the high school. I bounce around from class to class, and they move me where I'm needed. And I like those, um, I like those extracurricular or the... What would you call them? The, uh, they're not core classes. They're not the, math, uh, uh, science, um, yeah, It starts with an E. Elective. Electives. Electives. They're electives. electives. Uh, so the... Woodworking yep. and welding and stuff like fun stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's, it, which is great for the student because they get to decide: do I like this or don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, um, whereas you might not like math or you might not like English or whatever, but you have to have them to graduate. Mm-hmm. So um, the electives I like to be in because uh, you're you're figuring it out. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry, I should have another little drink. And thank you uh, to Deja Blue for um, I have the what do I have the blue the Miles Creation. I have the Miles yeah. Creation because I'm not a big coffee drinker, but go. this is delicious. <laughs> there uh, you go. That's a, that's a, that's a change of turn. Normally, normally I'm the one one flopping that, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, a little something there. Yes, uh, kind of a trick to enhance your experience if you like is to kind of i i like to mix in the whipped cream a little bit some people say no but you know that's okay you know it's really yeah i suppose it's all personal preference because you asked me and i'm like nope i just like the blue just like the blue i like the blue Mm -hmm. water works like that well thank you thanks Uh, thanks for being on thank you for asking um of course of course, great to finally have you on here. I think a lot of the viewers will appreciate that. A lot of them have been asking for for a long time. They're like, when are you going to get when you get to get Cam on? When you get Cam on? <laughs> so now, now I finally got him on. Now I can finally say, you go to the channel, you'll you'll find the video. So, thank you, thank you, and thanks for everybody for listening to the Be Unspecified podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, please like and subscribe, and uh, also check it out on Spotify as well, where you can listen in, uh, like on a car ride. Or even when you're just working out or something, just kind of listen to wherever you'd like. And thanks for listening to the Be Unspecified podcast. Have a great day, everybody.